Welcome to the Fish Nerds. It's the latest on fish, fishing, and eating fish that's always interesting, usually funny, and mostly true. I am Dave. And I'm Clay. And anything is fair game. It's a good bet that we get thrown out of this bar before we're done recording this podcast. So we're hanging out at, at Margaritas tonight. We're drinking margaritas. Yes. After fishing today. And we didn't ask for permission to record, but we're here together for the first time ever. And we thought, we should, you know, while we're here, let's make a show. No, don't eat chips. It's too loud. Yeah, too loud and now, spicy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really spicy. So if we sound whispery, it's because we are. Right. Because we're yeah. at a bar trying to not draw yeah. attention. We came us. in thinking we'd have this great Mexican music playing in the background. <laughs> and then we got to the bar. And in the bar here, they don't play Mexican music anymore. No. And uh, so we can't be responsible for any of the um, copyright violations that happen. That's right. But Dave did drink most of a margarita at a fancy restaurant, <laughs> which, whose name sounds a lot like margarita. <laughs> it is margarita. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. I wasn't going to say where we were at. I see what you're saying. No, I'm talking about music oh. violations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's not our fault. That's not our fault. This is a public place, and this is public happening, and whatever. Don't yeah. sue us. I get the Red Sox playing. Yeah, exactly. Which, which I, I hope that they get a touchdown. <laughs> but so we went out fishing. <laughs> we went out fishing today. We did. We fished uh, for a striped bass today. I know, and we were at the Squamscott River. It should have worked. It didn't work. It's one of those things that really should have worked. Yeah. Well, why didn't it work? I, I think it was probably too. The water was too warm. Yeah. It's just, uh, the, I think that the moon was in uh, Libis, <laughs> Gibbous Moon. I think it's why it didn't work. I, I think you're right. And, you know, the Mayan calendar, if it would, if it was in existence, because mm-hmm. it already stopped, yeah, that's right. it would have shown that it was a problem. It would have been a, a no pescadero day. <laughs> it would have been a no pescadero day. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, we were throwing paddle jigs, which should have worked, because I was out two or three days ago with um, master angler Tim Moore. He's amazing. He is amazing. We were throwing these big hoagie jigs. Paddle tail jigs. Hoagies uh, is in New Jersey the sandwich. <laughs> so the hoagie makes sense because that's what the fish are going to want to eat. Yeah, that's right. You're throwing these big sandwiches. And these were squid colored sandwiches. And What uh, color is a squid? You know, it's interesting. Squid change color so mm-hmm. much. And these things were like these weird neon crazy colors. Mm-hmm. And I asked, it was like neon purple. And I asked him, I said, you know, why, how does this work? And uh, he says, oh, it imitates squid. And do you know squid communicate through the color of their skin? Now, interesting. I have no idea about that. Yes. And, you know, remember we learned last week that octopuses are colorblind. Right. Squid must not be? Well, I don't know. Let's add this to our list because we're going to have an, a cephalopod expert come on shortly on the show. Okay. Within the next few weeks. Oh. Let's, let's put let's this on our question list. Remember that. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they, they will flash during, like, you know, spawning. They'll, when they encounter each other, their skin actually flashes kind of thing. And uh, you ate a chip. I ate a chip. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, and when you catch them, they turn bright red, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so this color of the jigs must be the color of them going, shit. Oh, that's shit. awesome. The color of shit, but not brown. No. The color of, oh, my God, a striper <laughs> is going to eat me. Fantastic. So how did the fishing trip with Tim go? Excellent, excellent. He, um, you know, he knew exactly where to go, and he's like, let's try here, 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 here. And uh, we caught fish almost every spot if you stop. Yeah, I've, I've been fishing with Tim tons of times. Never regret it. And I think if, if you're going to go out fishing, especially like striped bass fishing, and you're not familiar with it, yeah. hiring a guide like Tim oh, yeah. 
you know, whatever it costs, you're going to catch a ton of fish. Yeah. And if you don't like not catching fish, then <laughs> if you don't like not catching fish, then hire a guy. No. Yeah. Is that right? I think I followed that. If you like catching fish, wait. No. I don't know how to if say it. If you like not catching fish. Oh, if you like not catching fish, fish right. by yourself right. with no one to show you. Right. Otherwise, hire a guy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're good at fishing. Right. Because <laughs> we got skunked today because I didn't hire anybody. I, I trusted you. <laughs> that was your first mistake. Damn. It happens a lot. It does happen a lot. Sorry about that. Um, but uh, but anyway, you know, we co- I think the biggest one was 26. We didn't quite get a keeper size, but there was one after another at times. Mm-hmm. Hard to go wrong. Um, you've been fishing a lot lately. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm back to my summer job, mm-hmm. which is working at a summer camp. And this is great. So it used to be... Two years ago, I had this job, and I floated on a pontoon boat for three calm periods a day, like three hours a day, and then I'd have lunch, a nap, and then in the afternoon, I would do, like, other kind of educational programming. Mm-hmm. This year, I invented a new program called Advanced Fishing. Oh. So now it's, I fish all morning, and then I have people who are good at fishing in the afternoon, and we go out fishing for the big fish, and we've been having such a good time because... When, in the afternoon when I go out, it's all these teenagers who know how to catch fish, yeah. and I don't need to show them stuff. Oh, so perfect. I just park the boat where the fish live, and we catch fish. So it's basically like, you know, fishing, fishing partners. Yeah, it's fish. just, and then they give me money, mm. and my kids get to go to summer camp. That's awesome. We've been catching massive bass, huge chain pickerel, and then dozens and dozens of white perch. Wow. Which I still think white perch are the best freshwater fish to catch, because when you get in them, you're in them. I mean, it's just such a blast. <laughs> yeah. And the pumpkin seeds we catch, we don't catch a lot of them, but they're monsters. Ten inches easy. Well, you're on the hunt for a state record, right? I, I want to take Mark Beauchene, that's New Hampshire Fishing Game officers, uh, Officer, Education Guy or whatever, I want to take his record from him. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal every summer is to catch a bigger pumpkin seed than Mark. <laughs> so it's... That sounds like a title of a book. <laughs> bigger than Mark. Bigger than Mark. My pumpkin seed's bigger than your pumpkin seed. <laughs> not a very popular book, but, mm-hmm. but it's a book. Yeah. But it's really cool. So, And every year they put little girls in the boat who don't speak English. <laughs> Remember yeah. two years ago we I, had... I do. We had a, a Chinese girl from French Quebec who only spoke French. Yep. And she would just yell, I am fish, when she catches fish. I am fish! <laughs> so now I've got a young Mexican girl on the boat, hence Mexican restaurant. Um, and when she catches a fish, she catches them a lot, she just throws the pole... And screams. So what I do is I grab her and I scream with her. And I have a camp counselor who picks her up and catches the fish. So I just hug her and scream. So that's our new thing is screaming a lot. And I think fishing with a bunch of kids, the more you're screaming, the better. That's true. Not screaming at them, just screaming. Screaming with them. And we fish rain or shine. So we were out there once last week fishing and it was pouring down like monsoon rain. Yeah. And the kids on the boat and I were out there fishing, just screaming at the weather, having a great time. So, and I had summer camp. I like that idea of a uh, of a T-shirt. You know, I'm not screaming at you; I'm screaming with you. Right. It's like laughing at you, laughing with you. Yeah. It's better to scream together than scream at each other. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's very Perfect. good. All right. Um, so I think that catches up everybody on our on our fishing excursions. Yeah. Uh, let's get on with the show. So. Thank you. 
Tim Moore, a guide here in the New Hampshire Seacoast area, really all across New Hampshire, has been a great friend of the fish nerds, and he took me out fishing. It was really exciting out on the Piscataqua River. And I asked him, how has the fishing been lately? Uh, every day has been better than the next. So there's, there's you know, bigger fish moving in. We, this year we've had, I think they're calling it the 2011 year class. I'm not sure, but tons of micro striped bass, 12 to 15 inch fish. When I say tons, I mean you can catch them any time of day, any tide, anywhere. They're everywhere. And when they move into an area, it's almost like they're keeping some of the bigger fish out. But now we've had so many of the larger size fish starting to move in that it's kind of, things are kind of equalizing, I think. Because the last two days, we've just had a bunch of mid-20 inch to some 30 inch plus fish show up. It's been fun. We're going to catch a ton of fish. <laughs> it's, the tide's about to turn. Uh, we've got light wind and overcast skies, which is going to, which is uh, typically the sun drives the fish deep, yeah. and that's going to keep the fish on the surface. And it's just, yesterday was the same way. I sat in my living room drinking coffee, and I thought, it's raining. I don't really know if I want to go. And the second thought was, but the fish are probably going to feed all day. They're going to take advantage of the overcast guys, so you should probably go. So I came out. It was, I don't know, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I'm an early I'm an early morning kind of guy. I like to fish first light. And I get out, and it was just like now. It was kind of slow, slow water, not much tide, not much going on. We'd catch a few of those micros right now if we were fishing. And then all of a sudden... Just when I was like, eh, I don't know if it's going to happen today, I looked over and I saw a couple of birds flying around in one area looking and I see splashes and then all of a sudden it was just like somebody turned the washing machine on. And three hours later I ran out of lures. I'd gone through all the plastics that I had with me and caught four keeper-sized fish and a ton of mid-20-inch fish. And it just never stopped. It was like the, they'd, they'd bust on bait, the bait would scatter, and they'd corral the bait again and come up on the surface again you know 20 minutes later and all you do is sit and wait we're gonna throw paddle tail shads mm. pretty much just about any paddle tail shad on the market's gonna catch fish some are better than others i like the softer the better the trouble with the really soft ones is the fish tear them up really quick so you go through a ton go through a lot of them and they, they get expensive the really soft plastics six inch paddle tail shads half ounce jig heads on them and we're just going to cast and retrieve or just rip and drop. And that's the rip and drop seems to work better. They hit it on the drop, and you rip it and let's just let it fall like a wounded bait fish. That does the best. Feel a bump, set the hook, reel it in, repeat. They're on squid right now, so these ones seem to work all the time. White, I do really well with white. Storm makes the, the six-inch wildlife swim shad. That was my go-to for a long time because they're pre-weighted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, they work great. Um, these ones are a little bit softer, and you can change them out when they get beat up. You can use the same head over and over again. So you save, you know, you save that. But it's just much easier to just grab another body, throw another body on there. Plus, these ones when they get beat up, you just bite an inch off, hook it back on there again, and you get a couple more fish out of it. You can always tell a real angler because they don't change out the plastics. They just bite a chunk of it off, spit it on the ground, and and start fishing again. Tim Moore is one of those real anglers. If you want to go out fishing with Tim Moore, go online to timmoreoutdoors.com. All the information's there. Or give him a call at 
888-253-3572. I think he's out there right now, actually. <laughs> the doctor is in. Dr. Erica Martin's with us. Hey! Hey! <laughs> How you been? I have been awesome and busy because I took vacation, but then I came back to work since the last time we recorded. <laughs> oh, I know. that That's the tough thing about vacations is that you have to come back. Yeah, well, it's not all bad since I do like my job at least, but it's kind of like, you know, playing guitar and hanging out on the lake all day and then come back and sit in my office and do a lot of writing. It's a little bit different. <laughs> You're like a bohemian scientist. I love it. <laughs> uh, um, so I uh, thought of you because, do you know, I saw some real science recently. Ooh, real science. Yes, and it was it was amazing that alien DNA has been found in uh, in octopuses. <laughs> that that is literally amazing. <laughs> Unbelievable, in fact. Unbelievable, in fact. Yes, that is sadly very correct. Well, no, so you know, there's some very uh, reputable kind of posts that say. Well, okay. So here's the deal. Yes. It's. The actual science behind it, I saw the little clickbait thing on the Facebook, yes. you know, and it's got this amazing, unbelievable, blah, 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 alien DNA and octopuses, or octopus, octopuses, that's correct. Not yes. octopi, which is surprising. I, that is surprising, although Clay goes out of his way to correct <laughs> people, because he knows something on that, and so. Also, it's really fun to say. It is. I don't, I don't get it. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, so um, I actually didn't click on the article at first um, because, well, I read that and I'm like, this is nope. I just was like, there's no way. This is so wrong. So I went into Google Scholar, um, which is a subdirected thing of Google that (laughs) only shows you basically peer-reviewed science stuff. Smart people stuff, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or or patient people stuff. Right. <laughs> go through digging. <laughs> um, but so I found the actual article, of course, that this little clickbait thing was talking about. And I read the article and it's like I, a little bit over my head since I'm not, you know, a geneticist or molecular biologist by any means. Mm-hmm. But I understood enough of it to be like, well, I mean, first of all, the octopuses still have... DNA, right? So, like, the same base pairs and stuff that we have, all living things on Earth. Right. Um, so, that's red red flag number one. <laughs> it's just like, mm, if it's already all here, though, like, I thought maybe, maybe the octopuses came down from an asteroid that hit earth like way back we didn't even know um no that's that's also not the case (laughs) oh okay but it turns out that their their dna just does some really cool things um that we can't explain yet And, and and saying that it's something that is really cool or we don't understand um we're, scientists are baffled. So scientists are baffled. They can't explain it. It's alien. Well, it's not alien. If you want to be loose with the term, okay, alien is in something we don't understand. Oh. Fine. I I can dig that. <laughs> but if you're writing the piece, I'm sorry, media people or journalists, if this is what you do. But if you're writing the piece, you know what 
alien means to people that are reading it. Don't try to act like you didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what? Us? What? Uh, yeah, okay. You know exactly what you did. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, and it's funny to like, you know, people that know better, you can read that and be roll your eyes and go, oh, God, well, something's blown out of proportion. But, you know, most people like scientists or people like most of the fans and you guys that are into fish and aquatics and things like that, that happen to know a little bit more than the average bear about this particular set of aquatic related things, Mm -hmm. you can roll your eyes. You know that you're like, Oh, of course that's ridiculous. But you know, what if they did something in physics? I'm not a physicist yet. Um, but (laughs) you know, but it's like when the, it's something that might be a little bit more out of my comfort zone that I have to rely on things to read. So I wouldn't be able to just roll my eyes at gravitational waves or something like that. Oh, you know? don't get me started on gravitational waves. <laughs> oh, my God. Freaking awesome. Yeah, but anyway, um, <laughs> so I think it's just really does a disservice to just everybody when you're blatantly tricking people that just don't understand that it's not really alien outer space alien well that's true and then i think also by connection a lot of people have a distrust of scientists Mm -hmm. um, because all they see is this this study says this and then a week later this study says the opposite um i i'm a big fan of you know coffee is proven to to increase your I don't know, increase whatever you want to increase. Uh, you can find a story about that. So mm-hmm. the I, I think not only does it do a disservice to the actual information, but yes. it, it's given you scientists. I mean, you, you guys, you, you don't have your story straight. Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't know anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. <No. laughs> but that's literally, like, seriously, if it was up to just the media and the press and stuff, we really don't know. Because butter's good for us, butter's not good for us, fat-free, you should eat real fat. I mean, diet stuff is really a oh. lot of the stuff people want to hear about. And it's, this is good. Oh, God, cancer. You know, it's always like that. And you're right. You can find a, st- well, you can find a study that says, coffee is beneficial or coffee is not beneficial. However, Mm -hmm. when the media presents that, that's literally about all you get. Scientist A did a study and they found that coffee increases your intelligence by 2% if you drink one cup every day. Ah, see, that's why I'm so smart. (laughs) I should be really (laughs) smart because I drink like so many cups of coffee. But what they fail almost essentially every single time is a lot of those studies aren't done on people first of all mm-hmm. they're done on like mice or even cell cultures or other animals that are not the same mm-hmm. what's the sample size i mean are we talking did they just look at a couple mice or did they do several hundred i mean have they looked at this in people at all um what were they really testing for were they actually looking to see if it would increase or decrease intelligence or were they looking at how it changed behavior or socialization or food habits or something like that. But intelligence happened to be one of the other variables that might not necessarily have been the real variable that the scientists were studying. And that happens so much. So you're right. Coffee is good for you and coffee is bad for you. Well, coffee is really good for mice and coffee is really bad for cockroaches. I mean, that's totally different. (laughs) 
It is. And comparability is an issue, too. Because, oh, yes. Yeah, because clearly a little mouse hand and a little mouse coffee cup is a lot smaller than a coffee cup that I would hold. Right? right. So a mouse eating or drinking two or three cups a day is like nothing. <laughs> right. like, if you if you drink mouse-sized cups of coffee, you're probably fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and they, they would have little sayings right. on them like, you know, cats suck and stuff like that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I think but I want to be really careful because just because it's done in a mouse and not a person doesn't make it irrelevant. Mm. It doesn't mean it's meaningless. It doesn't mean that it can't be possible. But it means that we're, we're finding something and we're headed in a direction, you know, because, I mean, you can't know what you don't know. Like, mm-hmm. that's just how life works. And to say that, oh, well, this study disproved another study um, in the media is usually just total la- lack of understanding of what, what truly has gone on in either study, typically. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, one more thing. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's go, like it's go. go. <laughs> so I I don't remember. I think Al Roker, is that the the morning uh, edition, morning show? He's a person. He's a weatherman that was on. The weatherman. Yeah, Good okay. Morning America, yes. Thank you. Good Morning America. And they were doing this. They had this conversation. And if you guys are, are wanting to, you can probably look up the clip on YouTube. And they were talking about, oh, how this is good for you and this is bad for you. And science can't make up, his, make up its mind, which whatever. But his... <laughs> His solution to that was, and I'm trying not to curse here, but to say, just pick the scientific article that you like best and go with that. And I just want to bang my head on my desk. And it's like, that is not how science works. Then if you do that, just go back to when science papers were first started in what, the 1800s, pick one of those and do all of your fisheries science based on that. See how that works out for you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, the fact that eels arise from muddy puddles of water that horse hair has fallen into, that that was a study, I'm sure, at some point. (laughs) Just plant your horse hair, see how many eels you get. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, oh, it drives you crazy. (laughs) It does. And and so, and the thing, it really does drive me crazy. (laughs) So, one of the first news articles that were was ever printed about me kind of doing something because I come from a small town and you know going doing research and getting my PhD was kind of cool and so there was a little bit of a news blurb um, about me at some point mm-hmm. uh, and of course you know they called me on the phone to do a little interview and they asked me what I did and what my research was and what I wanted to do blah 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 and how I got here <laughs> and so I explained you know I'm a freshwater biologist like freshwater fish yeah like that that's what i do and i I shit you not in the (laughs) article it said i was so lucky to be studying marine fish in a landlocked state really (laughs) yep it happens every time like i know enough about i know a little bit about marine fishes but that's not my specialty by any stretch of the imagination yeah right but that's, I'm pretty sure that's what everyone thinks that I do. And I'm just really, really lucky to be studying marine animals in Kansas, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, everybody wants to be a marine biologist. Every, uh, when, when, they see, when they hear biology, they just think of whales and marine biologists. They probably think you're always in a wetsuit feeding mackerel to, you know, orca. Probably that's, yes. 
Yeah, that or I get, oh, it must be nice to go fishing all day. And I was like, well, it would be, but that's not at all what I do. (laughs) Oh, Doc. Well, we're here to set the record straight with uh, the Doctors In segment. So um, I I like these segments where you just kind of, you know, get stuff, get stuff (laughs) off your chest. You know, you're like, oh, this really does it crazy. Yeah. Well, I try to be nice because it's like it's one of those things. It's a preventable error. People just don't bother to prevent, I guess. I don't know why. <laughs> so, well, we will do our part to uh, prevent that preventable error. So, uh, Doc, as always, what a pleasure to talk with you. I, I hope so. I was a, a little angry over here. So I'll try and cool it down for the next one. <laughs> You're like, kids, of, get off my lawn. Instead of the doctor it is in, the doctor is upset. <laughs> Um, all right, so is that the show? Yeah, we need to wrap this thing up, man. Gosh, I guess that is the show. All right, so um, that's it. That's it. You've listened to a couple of nerds in Margarita's Bar uh, when you really should have been fishing. Yeah, we like to th- we like to thank our families for supporting us while, while we podcast, go on fishing quests, and drink margaritas, and do all sorts of silly things that middle-aged guys do. If you Am I skipping my beat here? No, you're doing good. If you would like to, would like to support the Fish Nerds, you can go to patreon.com forward slash fish nerds and give us a dollar. And we really you know, we really do need your dollar now. We are running out of Fish Nerds money. We are running out yeah. of Fish Nerds money. Special thanks to Tim Moore, too, for being just an awesome fish guy. Yeah, it's timmoreoutdoors.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you ought to hire him because he's smart. And Fly him wherever you are in the world. Oh, that would be great. When you have a traveling, um, traveling fishing guide. Yeah, yeah. That, and actually, better you should send him like a gift to somebody. Oh, so you can just sort of package up Tim like, Moore. Like when you hire like a singer to give you a telegram. He can right. be like the fishing telegram. Right, the fishing guide. Hello, telegram. my honey. Hello, my darling. We're going fishing. <laughs> He would be great at that. He would love that. He's yeah. got that kind of personality. He loves singing. Whenever I fish with him, that's why I find out he just sings all the time. Show yeah, tunes. Mostly show tunes and opera. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then also special thanks to the doctor, Dr. Erica Martin, who is particularly feisty this year, this week. She's all fired up. She is all fired yeah, up. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like and that. we're going to try to get her more fired up yeah. in the future here. So. Until next time, follow the code of the fish nerd, spawn early and often. Avoid free lunches with strings attached. And swim against the current every chance you get.